Hey, it's Alan, and I just wanted to let you know that you can now listen to the ongoing history of new music early and ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. All right, let's uh, let's get this done, okay? Now, I just want to finish up with 2020 and move on. Oh, I know that's not very Christmassy, but come on! I mean, this year's been a raging dumpster fire. It's actually been worse than that. It's like somebody gathered together a billion old tires, doused them with kerosene, and lit them up. No, that's not an exaggeration. I mean, look, the pandemic, economic ruin, the Trump clown show, most of California got burned up, wildfires in Australia wiping out all those cute koala bears, uh, the death of democracy in Hong Kong, Ebola came back. We, we had so many hurricanes that they ran out of names. There was the explosion in Beirut, George Floyd, Kobe Bryant, the Tokyo Olympics were postponed, murder hornets, locust swarms in Africa, the mass shooting in Nova Scotia. Neil Peart died, so did Eddie Van Halen. You know, the QAnon freaks, toilet paper shortages. No, no, we, we, we need to move on. We, we will wait for our vaccines. We'll get jabbed and then figure out what the new normal will be, whatever that is. Let's just, come on. I just want to get out of here. Let's, let's just start recording. What, what, what do you mean you already have? No, you, you've got to delete everything I just said, right? We, we can't have the annual Christmas show start with me whinging about everything. You know, I, I was just being honest. But, oh, good. Deleted? Yes. Okay. <sighs> Let's start again. Okay, cue the uh, bloody Christmas bells. Welcome, everybody. It's Christmas. Isn't that great? Here's the annual ongoing history of new music Christmas show. Okay, stop there. I think that's happy, crappy enough. Just play the theme and we'll we'll get going. This is the Ongoing History of New Music podcast with Alan Cross. Now, I just want to make sure you didn't include all that stuff I said off the top. You deleted it, right? Okay, good. All right, here we go. Hello again, I'm Alan Cross, and this is the 23rd annual Ongoing History Christmas show. And uh, yeah, I know that 2020 has been a challenging year, but let's look at some of the good things that happened. Many of us learned to bake bread. Drive-in theaters made a comeback for both movies and concerts. Sweatpants are now accepted work attire. Tiger King was fun, wasn't it? And uh, what else? I'm I'm sure there were many other nice things about 2020. I just just can't think of them right now. Oh, uh, less pollution because of less traffic. Dog shelters were emptied out because so many people were adopting. We uh, got out for more walks. Oh, and here's a good one. Africa was declared free of polio in 2020. So that's a good thing. 2021 is going to be a transition year. Vaccines have to be administered. COVID cases will come down. And I'm hopeful by this time next year, we'll be in a much better place. Optimism is the best cure for anxiety. Now, let me, let me explain what we're going to do on this program. Usually the annual Ongoing History Christmas show features a selection of weirdo alt-rock Christmas songs from over the decades. These are festive songs that you definitely won't want to play when grandma's in the room. But 2020 saw way more new Christmas songs than ever before. We heard one just a few seconds ago from Britain's Pocket Gods. That was called COVID Christmas. In fact, almost all the songs on this year's Christmas special are 2020 releases. Everybody is getting into releasing Christmas music now, and I'll explain why in just a bit. But first, let me give you a couple more examples of what's new for this year. Back in early November, The Offspring 
suddenly released their version of the 1963 classic by Darlene Love, which was first given a punk rock afterlife by Joey Ramone about 20 years ago. Here's what the offspring did with Christmas, Baby, Please Come Home. relate to that. All I Want for Christmas is a rock show by the Swedish-American band Grizzfolk. And they're joined by Kyle Gass of Tenacious D on that one. It has been apocalyptic for the touring industry. No gigs, no revenues. Live music industry probably lost 30 billion US dollars this year. Many musicians are on unemployment or driving Uber. There's no work for roadies, no business for sound and light companies. Venues have shut down or closed entirely. Festivals canceled. But there is good news on the horizon. Vaccine distribution and efficacy willing, of course. Glastonbury says it'll be back in June 2021. Oshiega is ready for Montreal in midsummer. And Live Nation and Ticketmaster have been working on figuring out what live events can be conducted safely in 2021. We will get back to going to gigs, but it is going to take time. I was out of the house on errands the other day. No mask on, social distancing in effect, using hand sanitizer whenever offered. And I kept hearing the Beach Boys Little Saint Nick everywhere I went. I heard it in the drugstore. I heard it in the grocery store, the takeout place where I grabbed a burger. I think I was exposed to this song five times in about 90 minutes. And this is the reason why I feel the need to push back with something similar but different. This is another 2020 release from Southern Culture on the Skids, a North Carolina band that's been in operation since 1983. This one's called Surfing on Christmas Day. From Dundas, Ontario, that's the Dirty Nil with their 2020 Christmas single, Christmas at My House. They had a really good year. They made some serious inroads on American radio. Their third album, F Art, will be out on New Year's Day. And uh, I'm a fan. Here's hoping that 2021 will be good for the Dirty Nil. Back with more weird festive stuff in just a moment. This is the 23rd annual Ongoing History of New Music Christmas special. That time of year when we fight back against all the mainstream stuff that we hear on radio stations that flip to all Christmas formats. Now, from what I understand, the first station to play nothing but holiday music in 2020 was in Ohio, and they started with the Christmas tunes on September 28th at 1225 p.m. See what they did there? 1225? As the weeks passed, more stations made the switch, and earlier than usual, too, saying that People really needed some extra Christmas cheer this year. What they're actually doing is trolling for ratings. It's established fact that radio stations that switch to an all-Christmas format for November and December rack up huge audience totals. This became a thing maybe, I guess, about 20 years ago. That's when it started. And every single Christmas, these stations blew away the competition in terms of ratings. And every year, more stations, realizing 
a good thing when they saw it, joined in the trend. This created a huge opportunity for artists and record labels. With such a huge demand for Christmas songs by radio, everyone started releasing Christmas records. This is a smart career move, too, because if your song gets widespread pickup, then you've got an evergreen revenue stream that will continue for decades. I mean, just ask Michael Bublé. In 2011, he released a Christmas album that has since sold 12 million copies. The biggest thing he's ever done, and it's all over all Christmas radio. Josh Groban's 2007 Christmas album is the second best-selling Christmas album in the U.S. of all time. And then there's the all-time modern holiday song champion, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas Is You, which originally came out in 1994. The best estimate is that the song has generated somewhere around 70 million U.S. dollars in royalties. And it's only played, you know, two months of every year. And it is one of the best-selling singles, not just best-selling Christmas singles, but singles, period, of all time. It's been covered about a zillion times. Uh, Kelly Clarkson, Joss Stone, Kenny Chesney. But it's also been covered by Foghat, Bowling for Soup, and My Chemical Romance. The song also seems to lend itself to um, metal interpretations. There is a surprising number of metal versions of this. For example, here's Leo. There's Vancouver's Hotel Mira with their Christmas song called Red Green. That's part of a collection released by their label, Light Organ Records. There are a couple of those featuring all sorts of Canadian indie bands doing holiday stuff. Dates back about, uh, oh geez, about 10 years. Here's a question. What Christmas song has been covered by more than any other? Now, I thought it might be Frosty the Snowman. I found one all-Christmas radio station in my research that played 22 variations of Frosty the Snowman over a 24-hour period, so roughly once an hour, each by a different artist. But it's not Frosty the Snowman. That's not the answer. It's Silent Night. The people who tabulate such things say that it has been covered on record no fewer than, get this, 137,315 times. White Christmas is second, followed by Jingle Bells, The Christmas Song, and Winter Wonderland. I don't know where Frosty the Snowman is. Of that top five, two are in the public domain, meaning that they don't generate any royalties for the composer. Well, in the case of Silent Night, Franz Xavier Gruber wrote it in 1818. Jingle Bells was published by its composer in 1857. That's James Lord Pierpoint, and he published it under its original title, One Horse Open Sleigh. White Christmas was written by Irving Berlin while sitting beside a pool in California back in 1942. The rights holders continue to make a lot of money from that one. Add up all the versions, and there are hundreds, and White Christmas has sold at least 100 million singles. The Christmas song, or as everybody knows it, Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire, was written by Robert Wells and Mel Torme in 1945. It is sold in the tens of millions, and the rights holders get big checks every year. And finally, Winter Wonderland. It's from 1934. It's been covered by more than 200 artists and continues to make money. So 
you see, this is why so many artists are recording Christmas songs. If one of their tracks becomes even one one hundredth as successful as any of the songs we just talked about, they're set for life and beyond. Here's another perennial moneymaker. In 1941, Catherine Davis, a classical composer, wrote Carol of the Drum, apparently loosely basing it on a Czech song that's never been found. By the end of the 1950s, after being recorded by many different artists, the song's title became Little Drummer Boy. Now, to date, there are more than 220 versions of that song in almost a dozen languages. This one is from the L.A. indie pop duo The Bird and the Bee, and one of their biggest fans is Dave Grohl. And he is the little drummer boy on their recording. Listen. That's Ewan and Seamus Curry of the Sheepdogs working under the name Bros. And Don't Make No Fuss, It's Christmas. That's their second Christmas release, a 2020 thing called A Very Bros Christmas Volume 2. Volume 1 appeared in 2017. In a moment, a new Christmas song from Arkells. Here we go with the home stretch of the 2020 ongoing history of New Music Christmas special. Again, the mission is to highlight some alt-rock songs that may have gotten lost in the holiday shuffle. Arkells have been one of the most prolific Canadian bands of the last decade. They're always writing and recording and releasing material. And this year, they decided another Christmas song was in order, so they wrote one called Pub Crawl. The song is based on how the band catches up with friends when they come home for Christmas after a long tour. Everybody gets together at a pub and throws all their credit cards in a hat. When it's time to move on, cards are drawn out of the hat one at a time, and the last two people in the hat are stuck with the tab. Then they move on to the next pub where everybody does the same thing, except the two people who paid for the first tab. And that goes on until everybody pays their share. This song is actually a commission for Amazon Music. It's one of their exclusives. But back in November, they leaked the song to bars across Canada and a few in the U.S. Fans were encouraged to go to these spots and request the song from the bartender. And he or she would play it. Cool idea. Here it is. This is actually a really nice song. Arkells and Pub Crawl. Great Christmas song from Arkells. Now, we have this. It's going to get weird. Researchers have long known that dogs love reggae. Scotland seems to lead study in this area. After testing plenty of dogs, they found that their stress levels went way down when exposed to reggae music. And this is because, they think, reggae has rhythms that are similar to a dog's resting heartbeat. I can tell you this works. The cleaning lady comes every second Tuesday and Squirt, the younger of the two bull terriers in the house, gets very upset, especially when the vacuuming starts. So I take her into the office and I put on some Bob Marley. And within minutes, she's asleep, calm as can be. Taking all this research and more into account, we now have a Christmas song for dogs in 2020. This is from the UK. It was created by a vet and a dog behavioralist. It includes sounds and noises that dogs really dig, including squeaky toys, bells, and offers to go for a walk. And yes, it is set to a reggae beat. 
Oh, and they recorded this at Abbey Road, believe it or not. It's called Raise the Woof and Sales Go to an Animal Charity. Runs less than two minutes. And uh, if you have dogs around, um, check out the reaction. Where's the squirrel? Squirrel! Sit. Sit. Treat. Dinner time. Who's this? Who's this? Treat. Sit. And that's supposed Sit. to be a Christmas song for dogs. The uh, Christmas angle makes a lot more sense if you watch the video. And finally, as we have done at the end of each Christmas program since 1994, we give the last word to Henry Rollins. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Dunder and Blitzen, to the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all, as dry leaves... And that does it for another year of the ongoing history of new music. This has been a going concern almost continuously since 1993, if you're counting, this is program number 904. A couple of hundred have been turned into podcasts. And those podcasts have been downloaded more than 10 million times. So thank you for your support and feedback. It's more appreciated than you know. We'll take a bit of a Christmas break and then return with a long string of brand new episodes for 2021. And then I'll inevitably end up back here with the 24th annual Christmas show in 12 months. If there's anything you need to communicate to me, send something to alan at alancross.ca. I will get right back to you. There's my website, which is a journal of musicalthings.com. And I'm always on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Have a great holiday season. Stay separate, stay safe, stay healthy. Maybe don't travel, wash your hands, wear a mask. And remember what I said earlier, the best antidote for anxiety is optimism. Things will get better in 2021. Technical Productions by Rob Johnston. I'm Alan Cross. You've been listening to the Ongoing History of New Music podcast with Alan Cross. Subscribe to the podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and everywhere you find your favorite podcasts. Podcasts.